Hello and welcome to episode 33 of Nightmare Cinema. Um, today we are discussing a film that was written and directed by Rob Zombie and based on a film by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Sorry, I'm just laughing at John's face. He's thoroughly depressed about what's about to happen. However, we'll, we'll continue. So you may know Rob Zombie from being the writer-director of The Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand Corpses, and the more recently announced the upcoming reboot of The Monsters. Did you know, John, that he also directed an episode of CSI Miami? I don't care. Okay, well, he did. I know so, Rob Zombie. I know Rob Zombie from when he was in White Zombie, the band, <clears throat> which are, are, are utterly fantastic. And why would you quit them? Go into that silly, well, it's all right, solo project. And then direct terrible films. That is, sets the tone of me for this podcast. Oh, great. I can't wait. I can't wait for this. So this film is obviously the Halloween remake from 2007. This stars Tyler Maine as Michael Myers. Massive, massive person. Isn't he, John? Like, we'll come back to that. Yes. Uh, yes we'll come back is. to Sean's excitement on that in a second. Um, Malcolm McDowell as Dr. Sam Loomis. Scout Taylor Compton as a very strange Laurie Strode. Ugh. Um, also starring Danny, I never say his last name properly, Danny. Is it Trejo? Trejo. Trejo. Oh, crap. It's because I pronounced the J. Damn. Yeah. Um, Brad Dourif as Sheriff Brackett. And for some reason, Sherry Moon Zombie, who adds absolutely nothing to the role of Michael Myers' mum, Deborah. Odd name. Odd name. Um, also stars... Halloween franchise fan favourite Danielle Harris as Annie Brackett and if you don't remember who Danielle Harris is she was Laurie Strode's daughter in parts four and five of she's good Danielle Harris I like she her is good. she's really good she should have had a bigger part she should have been Laurie yeah, I'm gonna I was going to say that then I was yeah I mean that's just one of the myriad of issues with this that we will inevitably come on to first let me just get your initial reactions as i like to do when did you first see it what were your initial thoughts i first saw it last night because i've avoided it like the plague because i know it's going to be shit and i was correct mm. <laughs> okay. i don't right i don't i don't dislike rob zombie he was a massive part of my life not the films as a musician in the bands that he's in Massive, massive part, huge influence. I love the man. I genuinely love the man. He's just not a filmmaker. He's a very interesting fella with some good ideas who's not a filmmaker. He's been, he's, he's just, he, I don't, I don't hate him for what he's doing. I hate him for the way he's doing it. I don't hate him. But yeah, oh, look at the conflict in me. It's the Blair Witch all over again. It is the Blair Witch all over again for you. I I first saw this, I think, pretty much when it came out, maybe a year later. And I remember absolutely loving what I was seeing because we got a bit of more of a backstory about Michael, um, although my opinion has changed upon rewatch. And God, I think correct. some of, do you know, some of the directorial decisions that Zombie made here yeah, are actually really quite stylish and quite unique and they, they look amazing. Um there's that the one scene, the one sequence sorry, that sticks in my head is when um 
Mrs. Myers has come home from her strip job <laughs> and she um, completely unnecessary. It was just so Rob Wan- was Rumby. Rob's on because I have a wank over his wife um, at the premiere, probably. Um, although we probably would have done that anyway, um, is when she comes home and the police arrive and the camera sort of pans across the front of the house and everybody is frozen. Yeah. And then it gets yeah. to the car. Yeah. And Michael isn't. And I just thought that was that was amazing. It was just don't lovely. Get, don't get me wrong. There are moments in this, like bits that you think, that's all right, though. That's not mm. bad. It's, it's, I mean, it's 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 his big it's the biggest film he's ever he ever worked on up until that point, because he then he made little kind of B movie horrors up until then. Um I don't like The Devil's Rejects. I think it's what 18-year-olds who go to the crazy house talk about on the way there to to annoy people on the train. Uh, I don't like all of House of a Thousand Corpses. I do like the second half of House of a Thousand Corpses because it's just pure off its head brilliant. That's that's pretty much the end. Apart from um, Astro Creep 2000, which is arguably his finest work, that's all he's ever done. And to say all he's ever done, it's it was, it was my 1997, pretty much that. Mm. Um, but as a filmmaker, he has good moments. I think what he does is, and this is just me talking, obviously, um, I think he's got too many yes people around him who just go, oh, that's brilliant, Mr. Zombie. You, you're you're brilliant. There's, there's bits of this I really liked. I can't even remember them now because I've, I've been to that place that... Um, Jim Carrey went to get it all sucked out of my head because I just don't want to remember it. If I remember this film, it pushes something good out and I include like stepping in a dog turd is better than this. But it's I just, as, as soon as you put, I've said this so many times, I feel like I say this every single time we do this now. As soon as you put an established name on your film and it becomes a remake, you up the stakes. Mm. I liked the first one, the original, because... He woke up one day and he was evil. I don't want go. any explanation. I don't. They wasted half of the film with this family that was just weird. It was just. It was just. It was how a rich person imagines a bad family to be. It was just mm-hmm. like it, there's no. There's no. The, the, every every character that shaped Michael Myers is just one dimensional. Therefore, one thing. There's no fleshing out. There was no like architecture to them at all it was mm. just it was like they were trying to make me feel sorry for him and i, 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 I don't care he was mm. it, it, in the in the original it was it, it he was the complete epitome of evil he mm. woke up one, one day and murdered his sister in the most horrible way ever and this one he was he was just a sadistic little prick and they gave him warning signs and all this shit oh he's doing this to, to, to dogs the police would have been round at his house fucking straight away fucking it's just just grow up it's so it's so lazy to, to do it the way that they've done it and then half of the film is gone that's exactly what I thought I thought the whole family background was really unimaginative um, it would have been like if you remember I, I mean from the original the only parts that you see of his family are obviously his sister and a Babylon's getting stabbed and then outside the house when he stood there on the path with his with the knife and his mum and dad who rock up and she's in like a full coat and he's in a suit with a hat on 
it's like they look like respectable people, and that was the point. Yeah, they, 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 they he had a really good upbringing. The, there was a nice house as everyone was like getting along. They were very well to do, and it was like that's what scared you the most. Because well, scared me the most because you could you don't have to have. Halloween was one of the first films that you didn't have to have the horrible background. You didn't have to have the horrible upbringing. You could be kind of from privilege and still be a psychopath. And um, you didn't. It's and that's what the, the one of the beauties of that. And he came home to this place where he was safe. Look at the smile on my face now because I'm talking about a good film. It's been so rare since. Remember when we used to talk about good films on this? <laughs> yeah, all those Barely. millennia ago. <laughs> I um, have hated this. You know, I. Do you, do you do you think do you think that um, so when I was sort of watching it, I was like reevaluating the family part from this versus the family part from the original. Do you think Rob Zombie was sort of answering John Carpenter's argument that people are born evil, so sort of nature versus nature? Because those two arguments are very apparent in those first few sequences of of both of those films the original appears to be evil is a natural thing that people are born with whereas yeah. zombie is arguing the complete opposite that you're I don't, in. I don't think he is no because oh. the bottom line is i think it's in there and you can pick it out but i don't think it's i don't think he's given more than three thoughts to it oh. i think he's just gone i need to give him a background story I know. I'll go to the big cliche tree in the garden and pick seven things off it and just put that in. And that's <laughs> what he's done. It's it, it, people. It's like it's like the first film after you leave uni. You, you've left uni. You've graduated, and on the day, someone's come up to you and said, uh, "It's twenty-five million quid. Can you do a Halloween remake?" And you feel like you've got to do all these Hollywood cliches because you're dealing with Hollywood royalty, and you you don't. You, if you're gonna if you're gonna tell a story that everyone loves, tell it your way. Go all in. Just it's a story about evil. That's what it's about. Rob Zombie's decision to make um, a massive chunk of the film with Dr. Loomis looking after Michael in the um, the asylum or the hospital was based on the fact that when the original Halloween was sold for TV, um, Carpenter called back, um, oh my God, I forgot his name, Donald Pleasant, to... Um, reshoot some scenes to replace the killings that had to be edited out so that was sort of like a nod to that like so there are two versions of the original film the tv version and 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 the the original theatrical release and the end of the tv version leads straight into halloween 2 the original halloween 2 whereby it has a like some reference to laurie Strode being his sister at the very very end and leads straight in then um so i think that's what rob zombie was trying to um give a nod to maybe it went on very long yeah i did like the cell with all the masks in but i do think think at the same time in a massive contradiction i do think that that they use the masks too often it was like everything was masks um yeah and i think i think probably it would have been great like but yeah i think obviously what he was trying to show was that I mean, he said it, doesn't he? Like, if 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 I wear this, no one can see how ugly I am. Um, which absolutely, you know, what? it actually broke my heart a little bit for that boy. But that's the thing; he's trying to get sympathy for Michael Myers when there should be no sympathy there. You should be afraid of him. You shouldn't be on yeah, that poor lad. Not, 
even <clears throat> even talked about in kind of fan circles now he's not called a man is he he's called the shape the shape the it's something inhuman and evil that's 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 what this film is about that's mm. what the story is about it's about someone something that is the epitome of evil is merciless who hates innocence it sounds a bit like me to be honest Mm. Who hates innocence and happiness <laughs> in people, and he wants to just destroy things around him, and mm. that's that's what we all loved about it. It was so simple, and every one of these remakes now they come to it comes to the table with this clever, smart ass idea of how to make it. Like, oh look at this! Is fuck off, just fuck off, and walk into the sea. That's so. so if this was a film just about Michael Myers' early years up until the point where he murdered his family or his sister, do you think that would have been a better film? Or a more um, interesting film? If Yeah, th- that as a concept is good, but not done the way that they've done it because... Where it's like half and half. Yeah, I yeah. didn't... like. You got Donald Pleasance in the fair, in the original, and this is this is what this is what happens again. You get com- comparisons to the original. This is why you can't do a half hour's job because you're rewriting Bibles every mm. day. And you've got Malcolm McDowell, who is brilliant. He's fucking mm. brilliant. Who's when he was buying that gun, I was thinking, "Are you fucking fifteen, mate? Grow the fuck up!" I was like, I was just like, you're dealing with someone who fucking snaps people in half and tears throats out and you, you're acting like a child buying a gun it's mm. just, I was just I, I, my head was in my hands at that point and there was another bit completely unrelated to Malcolm McDowell which I just want to talk about now when that the the, 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 the girls <laughs> I can't remember what her fucking name is <laughs> you might want to edit this out because I've got to think about this on the spot when when the um he, he comes back in in the sheet the, the, that that kind of sequence the, yeah uh, like it is in the beginning but it, it's preposterous in the in the original but you get get gets away with it because it's fucking dead funny but the uh, boyfriend leaves the room and comes back and she doesn't notice that he's seven foot wider and eight foot taller yeah like I mean like yeah. it's he has to duck to come into the room. And I'm just like, this is just silly, this now. Yeah, I, I mean, I never thought of that, but yeah, you're absolutely right, I suppose. <clears throat> um, the size of this man is like, I've, I've, I've he is enormous. Oh, like, yes, he is. Sean's taking his top off for some reason. Yeah, what are you putting no, oil on your foot for? <laughs> I haven't, dear listeners. I'm fully clothed. However, the thought of Tyler Maine chasing me down in a mask in a boiler suit is I'm fine with that thought. Um, Sometimes I think you share too much on this, you know. I don't care. So, Oh my um, God, he's just side. I don't care. I don't care. Um, Okay. So I thought let's, let's deal with the fact that we got so much backstory from Michael. Um, I did think obviously, um, of course, he had to be a victim of bullying and domestic abuse, of course. Of course, the stepdad had to be a pervert. Of course, the mum didn't do anything about it. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Um, I did think it was a really quick escalation from showing us him killing his rat to then 
killing the bully to then murder and his family. <laughs> it was like really, really quick. And I know there was like hints of it because you got the photos of the dogs in the in the in his locker or wherever they were. Um, but for us to view that as as an audience, it was like a very quick succession of events to go from a dead rat to a bully to his family. I thought it was a little bit too much. Um, he could have just beat the bully and left him, but he absolutely pounded that bully and then you don't hear anything else about it. There's not like police sirens in the night going, oh my God, one of our kids in this small sleepy town has been found murdered. Um, there's none of that. It, it's just sort of brushed away because he, uh, is, he doesn't matter. Um, I completely agree. Completely th- agree with that. The, the bits with his mum in the strip place, how is that necessary? How does that add anything to the story? How does that add anything to 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 Michael's origin story? What what is it? It's, it's just it's just it's, it's just the, a bit the of whole sex. reason that these these scenes exist. Like it's so Rob Zombie can flex his fucking lewd, crude, filth muscles, mm. and like instead of making, I mean, without them, nothing would happen because. It's so eye-wateringly boring that he, he, he thinks to himself, I've written a crap script that's been yes by yes man to death. Now I have to kind of get my wife to get her tits out. I mean, how yeah. disrespectful so to your wife. Fills, he just fills it with rubbish with what what he thinks the 15, the 18-year-old people who talk about white zombie, um, Rob Zombie films on trains going to the crazy house want to see. And it's just. Did you think it was just, painful to watch? Because I thought this is yeah. not a sexy thing. To, <laughs> I mean, not just from a gay man's perspective, but like I know when a woman is sexy, and what I was seeing on there was it was not a sexy I don't, thing. I don't get why she's she's a huge fucking like pin up, like a fucking almost an idol now. You know, it's like to who to to eighteen year old people on trains going to the crazy house. Um, right. It, it's it was just open. R.I.P. Crazy it was, house. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's happy. It's fucking dead, so it doesn't have to see this, even though it was alive. <laughs> oh, when it, yeah. Jesus, um, she's a massive, massive, massive like kind of alt star. Mm. So it's I wanted to because he's married to him. I wanted to quickly talk about the origin of the mask because in the original, obviously. It's sort of like he just went and got it from a hard hardware store. In this, it's the thing that the guy who fucked his sister wears, which is very bizarre and brings in a sort of incestuous sexual overtone to the entire story now. Um, and even to the point where he's wearing the mask and he touches his sister's leg before she realises it's him. What did that do feet for you or to you um it, uh, nothing because they didn't expand enough on it i mean i i was open to um to him being a bit of a deviant with his sister i would have thought like they could have gone if i mean it's classic rob zombie filmmaking if they do but it's just it's it, it's like they can't make up their mind what they want to do so they're going to put everything in there just a little bit of everything killing animals killing a bully touching up his sister um being mean to his dad. <clears throat> I mean, it was stepdad, sorry. I mean, he gaffer tapes his dad to a chair and he doesn't wake up. They might fucking gaffer tape. Have you ever 
tried to unfurl one thing of gaffer tape. No, you John, just I've never had gaffer roll. tape anywhere near me. Oh, you're always blind. I don't know why, don't know why always... you've used gaffer tape, John. I don't want to know for legal reasons. Thank you. I've I've gaffer taped people to chairs before when they're asleep <laughs> and they've always woken up. So I want to know his secret. So this is the thing. He was probably drunk or high or something like that. It, yeah, but it's it, got to show me that. It does. It does. Well, he did look bladded in his monkey dressing gown. Oh, uh, how much is he paying you? No, I'm just I'm just seeing it from both sides, yeah. Um well I, I'd see it from both sides if one side was constructed properly. Oh forgive oh, me for having standards. Sh- Whoa there, okay. Jesus tonight. <laughs> so yeah, I thought uh, the origin of the mask, I thought obviously Don't let it off the hook, said, Sean. It's guilty. I'm, I'm not letting anything off the hook. I've not finished yet. I've not got into my stride. I'm just going go, going over some preliminary points before I hit the fucking ground running. Wait till I get to Laurie Strode. Um, so oh I thought killing. I'm just actually going to come on to killing his dad. Um, I agree with you. He probably would have woken up. However, I did think maybe you were bladdered, maybe you were high. But as you said, show us it. Me. Um, what? No, he, Me? him, the dad. Oh, stepdad. <laughs> I um, was like, but maybe you were. Wish it was. Maybe you were. Um, do you know this is the, this is another one of those scenes that I actually really liked. There was like a bit of a mute sequence straight after he killed his dad. Um, and I thought that was brilliant. You you cut to like quite a close up on um his, his sister's boyfriend's face, who weirdly lasted longer than the guy from the original <laughs> he walked around the back of the house and he was getting off i'll see you later um at least this guy stayed he was going to help himself to the food in the fridge yeah. anyway um i liked that and then the sounds came back just just as he was in the kitchen getting food before um he was murdered himself um again really violently really really violently um like the strength it must have took and the rage that you must have felt to get that strength is again, it, it sort of adds to the, the the sexual overtone that we've got throughout the film. Like, why was his sister's boyfriend so important to kill? He could have just left the house and probably not noticed a thing, but th- that was a lot more anger than slitting somebody's throat. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, is that some sort of like sexual jealousy? Is he I'm going maybe a little bit too Freudian into this. No, I? that's actually pretty good. You've actually brought up a good point. Um, because I didn't realise that at the time. At the time, I just wanted it to end. Um, but that's actually quite a good point. Um, did he mean it though? <laughs> well, did he mean it? Did he mean it? But, um, but then we've we've always said and we've always been told when we're writing scripts that nothing yeah. is in a script by accident. We've always been told that. So can moving- I just say for the record that's bollocks? But anyway. <laughs> um, moving quickly back to him touching his sister up I found that really disturbing however I was absolutely fine with the fact that he made her <laughs> like I didn't really feel much about that to be honest with you I thought oh that's yeah. a tragic way to go I I I thought they were going that was going to be kind of the 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 the, 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 the Rob Zombie shtick of his Halloween and it would have been different and it would have been a bit but it would have been you, like would have brought something new to the table but as soon as he's done it, that's it, done, over, never going to see it again. It's like yeah. bully in the park. Every box has been ticked. He's we're going to link these, Rob? No, we're not. Just fucking <laughs> Nah, leave that. Leave that out, lads. They're, account- <laughs> they're counting money. Going, right, I'm going to take her on holiday with all this money. 
Now, so obviously he gets arrested. He goes to the asylum or the hospital, the clinic, whatever you, you want to call it, where he's treated by Sam Loomis and his, his mental state clearly deteriorates. So I wanted to specifically talk about Sherry Moon Zombie's performance here because sh- that woman has got no... So- Is she a mum in real life? Yeah. I don't know much about her. I think she's got little zombies. Right. She does not come across as maternal at all. This, this, I mean, she's got this concerned look on her face throughout the whole thing, but there's absolutely no emotion there. You can't feel it. You know, you know, you can see it, but you can't feel it yourself. But, and then you watch some films and you can get both. Do you know what I mean? I do. She's, she's always been shit. I'm surprised that people, th- I mean, I don't, I don't dislike her. But as as a as an actor, she's never had it. She was woeful in House of a Thousand Corpses, like ten away, cringeworthy mm. in it. Um, mm. She's she's very very B movie, like very mm. very unbelievably B movie. Um, the only reason, I mean, I don't want to sit here and bash her, like because I do. Her husband is was part of my childhood. Um, it's just that he's a part of my adulthood in a very different way. Um, so so let's just stick with the hospital scenes but split it in two parts where where he's still a child up until the point where he stops speaking Um, what did you I mean we sort of touched on it before where we said it was probably too much of a backstory at this point we've seen the murders of the family we sort of get it we we know that he is a killer and he's he's, he's, he's a bad bad man did we need these hospital scenes with with Sam Loomis and his mom? I feel like what they wanted to do was generate empathy for him, mm. but I don't want empathy for him. I mean, it didn't work because I didn't care about the kid. Um, it was it, it was just a film going through motions of cliche, and it, it it didn't bring anything new to the table. It didn't expand anything on him. It didn't. It didn't even make me make me em, 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 feel any empathy for him with what they put in it. It was just. It, it, it was looking at your watch time that you're never going to get back. I was like, you could, the things you could be doing now instead of watching this. This, I did. I, I, on the flip side of that, though, I did like it when he was older. Let's come back. To that. The, let's come back to that in a second. Uh, so let's just keep it. it the, the, the kid thing brought nothing to it. Yeah. It was so long and so drawn out. You've got a, a, a moment, unless you want to do the entire film like that and make it good, my emphasis is on making it good, um, then fair enough. But half the film is that. And it's just, it's so passive. It's so it's so boring. It should be talking about, like, he should be talking to the doctor and he should be saying some, if you're going to do it like that, you should be saying some fucked up things, mm. like stuff that would make, like, a corn album look like fucking Teletubbies. I, and he should, and it, and it, I, I, you I bring bring something out of him there that that makes us all go fucking hell, and then we're not surprised when he grows into this eight foot tall killing machine. You're absolutely right because Sam Loomis wrote that book, didn't he? Called the Devil, the Devil's Eyes. Yeah, that portion, especially when he was a kid, showed me absolutely nothing to indicate that the kid was a devil. Yes, he kills that nurse who watches him, but she said something really nasty to him. And if you've got a kid with a history of that type of violence and you say something nasty to him, expect to be stabbed in the fucking throat by a fork, hun, because 
do, do you know what I mean? So it didn't it didn't add anything to me, and I don't feel like Dr. Loomis's assumption then that he was the devil and he was an evil person was justified. Whereas, as you've just said, and what I was about to say, if we went straight from outside the house to 15 years later or 17 years later, sorry, sorry, and he was an adult, we've missed viewing all of those things, and we can just assume that something really bad has happened and Sam Loomis's yeah. studies of this little boy and this man. Yeah. Unless yeah. unless you want to go, that would have been a better film, having this kid in the hospital with this doctor, like a kind of semi... A, 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 a sort of prequel where you see him in the hospital where he was where he was for those 15 years and you see what he went through there. Um, mm. that, that's a better film. But at the end of the day, you need writers that are... That are that you need to basically bring a writer from hell to make that because it's mm. got to be you, again you, you're not you're not dealing with any trinket here this is halloween this is mm. this is a daddy so you've got him and it's you're talking about probably the biggest name in the game michael myers in the horror mm. game mm. so you need to you'd need to make it traumatic to fuck but at the same time i don't want to feel sorry for him i like that he's the epitome of evil i want if if i'd have done it he just would have been this this completely closed off kid who just loves killing things he feels alive when he kills things that's that's all he would have been and that's what i would have had malcolm mcdowell scratching his head over why do you or enjoy killing why a do you study, enjoy seeing pain? a study into the fact that he doesn't feel anything at all um he doesn't love <clears throat> he doesn't fear he does not feel any emotion even when he kills things and the first time he murdered something or killed something was around trying to elicit an emotional response from himself and that didn't happen and that fascinated him himself he was fascinated by his own lack of emotion <coughs> would have been a better psychological yeah. film it would have it would have been better but again i don't think you can do that because you got you using you can but it would have, wouldn't have worked because you're using the halloween thing I don't want to know any of this stuff. I, 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 the only reason I suggested that I kind of semi-pitched that film is because as an alternative to this, I don't want to know what happened to him. I don't care about what happened to him. I, I, I like that it just happened overnight and he wakes up and he's, and he's, and he's gone. Mm. And then the, the Donald Pleasance, the Donald Pleasant character in the original brings all of the fucking, like, terror to that because he 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 is as traumatized as as as, as michael he's like i i, I watch him and i go what the fuck have you seen donald yeah take my hand take, take my hand <laughs> and you've got michael Ma 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 malcolm mcdowell i still don't understand that scene in, in the gun shop when he's buying a gun to track down this 17 foot tall sadistic killer and he's acting like fucking a kid he's got a cowboy set mm. i'm like he should. He should have just said, uh, "What's What's your biggest gun that will stop an elephant? What are you hunting?" Um, there you go. That's it. And he just does it with him. And he looks at it and he just goes, "It's not big enough." <laughs> oh, there you go. Just everything was like three minutes, five minutes longer than it should have been. Yeah, ugh. agreed. Absolutely agreed. So the bit in the hospital where he's an adult now is. It gets a bit more interesting, however. Yes, I have to admit that. Why is there always some sort of fucking deviant sex? Why has there got to be fucking pervy hospital people who drag a new patient from her cell? Why would they go to Michael Myers' cell 
to rape her. I don't, it doesn't make any sense other than Rob Zombie is a pervert. And if we're going to go back to the sexual thing of Michael Myers, um, he wouldn't have just killed those two guys. He'd have gone back and got the girl as well. Mm. Because that people are not people to him. He would not see her as a victim. He would see it as something for him to destroy. It just didn't tie as as well together as yeah. it, it could have done for me. Yeah. I yeah, it didn't. Did he kill anyway? Did he kill women, didn't he? Um yeah, I did like the room with all the masks. I said that mm. before, and I did like it when he got up because I just went fucking oh, shit. He, he needs he is to a, wash his feet though and have a shower. He is a big, big man. He really was. Do you know what I thought all the way through this film? You know when he's sneaking up on people and he's got his mask. He's back in Haddonfield. I thought you'd smell him. He's not washed his hair for seventeen years. You would smell him. You would be thinking, "What is that smell?" You'd it's from left around. field, but it's true. It's so true. I think like, as well, in, a, in a well-to-do community like that, where you imagine everyone smells like peaches. This is the type of analysis you don't get on other, on other podcasts and stuff. This is, this is what we do. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that's actually a very good point. <laughs> well, you see, you see. So, but you fix that by having him, like... Show us that you're thinking like that, mm. and have him in a little stream washing himself with soap and stuff, and just. I don't think he'd care, so it'd have to be the other but way. He's, he's 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 at the end of the day, he's a predator, and he knows how to hunt. It's it's instinct. So wash. He doesn't have to have the soap. He just have him washing himself, um, or washing blood off himself at least. Yeah, even the guy, the 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 big black guy that he gets the boiler suit off, um, which. He's one of the most pointless characters. He's gone, he needs a boiler suit. Where can we get it from? And someone's gone, what about this? And he's gone, yeah. And it, that even that would have stank. Even that would have stank. It would, of course. So would. He's got a combination of many, many stinks on him now. Yeah, it would have smelled like oil and, well, that guy's sweat, I, I assume. Yeah. And 13 <sighs> different shades of blood. Wow. And, and all kinds of bodily things. Why are you touching yourself? <laughs> I hate you. I am not touching myself yet. Touching your nose. I'm scratching my nose from the smells. You're gonna that turn into a dog. <laughs> well, that was that was from left field, though. It was, but I enjoyed it. For those who don't know what that is, John, please explain. It was a TV series back in the day called Wolf, where a dog, a man turned, a boy turned into a <laughs> dog. Wolf was amazing. Which is more interesting than the remake of Halloween that we're talking about now. Yes, you are right. Incidentally, I went to see um, that Uncharted film the other day. Uh, Let's come well. back to that later on, <laughs> because I saw that as well. Because um, I just... Can I just I, say, I, why did you go and see a film called Uncharted with Tom Holland in and you never went to see the new Scream? Um, you do a horror podcast. Oh, did Matt pick it, did he? He escapes, he gets back to Haddonfield, having got his boiler suit on the way, <laughs> stopped for a little shop. Um, and then we're introduced to Scout Taylor Compton as this thing with the name Laurie Strode. John, go first. Um, 
Were they joking? Were they joking indeed? Were they yeah. fucking joking indeed? What was this? I completely understand that they didn't want this virginal, good at school, Jamie Lee Curtis rehash. But what we got was someone who was, how old? 17, 16, 17, was entirely inappropriate with her parents talking about how some fella had touched her up. Joking about it. What? I don't, not funny. Just not funny. And I don't feel like that is something that a young woman would joke about to anybody, let alone her parents. It was, it's, it's, he has a very twisted view of the family dynamic, does our Rob? That's it's not just, it. It really every, stressed every, me out. Every, every kind of family in it, from well off to not off to, <laughs> there is an undercurrent of creepiness in, in everything. Even the sheriff and his, and his daughter, there is just this creepy sort of, what the fuck? Mm. Like, you remember um, Nancy's dad in the Friday, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? That was a dad. He mm. was just, he was conservative. He was, why are you smiling? Who's dad? Nancy. Is that oh. right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought yeah, it was the a Freddy's dad. I was like, oh. Now that's the next film. Um, and he was, he was conservative and he was only bothered about her safety and he was a bit of a killjoy. And he would, you girls, okay? Some, some, so like that, like the old American dad. This guy in this, played by Brad Dourif, who is, without any shadow of a doubt, one of the creepiest actors there's mm. ever been. And he's like, you girls want to ride home? And you're like, shut the fuck up. You're meant to be the fucking, you're meant to be the authority figure. So now you've alienated me from that as well. So these kids are completely on their own. I said, and, and oh. Yeah, I, I do get it. He was a little bit nonsy, wasn't he? Yeah, but but all of them were. Every single family was at at an like no matter who they were, every single one did. There's mm. no like go to Haddonfield where incest still fucking reigns supreme. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He has no idea how to do a family. I know he's he had a bit of a shitty one growing up himself, like and like I think I don't know actually. Um, and I mean, he's, you don't call yourself Rob Zombie and sing songs that he sang by being normal. I'll just say that. Mm. And I know he was, but it doesn't explain the fact that you can't write a fucking family of any kind. It's like, it's. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like, I didn't see one single happy family in that. And all of the, all of the kids were bitches, just like, utter bitches they had no like levity about them whatsoever all the guys were just sex fiends <coughs> it was so cliched it was so tiring at times um danielle harris again was danielle. the exception she is she i've now seen her and she should be in more stuff and it should be better stuff but she now is going to be considered she's going to join my list of the real deal because I've seen her in so much stuff and she's really good in everything she does she was in the last boy scout with Bruce Willis do you know I think she was I think she was alienated a lot by um Hollywood certainly in the 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 Halloween franchise because she requested more money 
to appear in a later film. And they were just like, nah, <laughs> no. Um, and they sort of alienated her. And I think they, they recast her in one, one of the films as well um, as yeah. someone older. Um, she's, she's good she's in brilliant. everything I've seen her in. She's brilliant. Everything I've seen her in. She's got even the shit films. She's been in. She's in, in um, she's also in Urban Legend, isn't she? Yeah, she's like she's the, not, the gothy roommate. She's not like she's not yeah. got a massive part. She's not front and center in anything. No, it's she a steals shame. the show in the Last Boy Scout. Yeah. She's brilliant in that. She's really good in that. Um, I think she steals I, the I, show in everything she's in. To be honest with you, I, I've got a lot yeah. of time for her. See, I, but then you compare it to this. Why is it called Scout? Sorry. Why is she called Scout? It's oh. her birthday in two days. Um, yeah. <laughs> But um, she, the, the 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 girl who played Laurie Strode didn't. She didn't bring anything to it. I didn't care if she died. I didn't care if anyone died. To be honest, um, this is what I was just about to come on to. Then the rest of the film happens. The most interesting bit is the bit that the film actually didn't need. <laughs> but the rest of the film, I I couldn't tell yet who dies where, how they die, because I don't care. You don't spend enough time with any of those characters to get to know them enough to care whether they die, which unfortunately is the same with yeah. slasher films. But at least in the original Halloween, we had some time with those three girls before they started getting... Yeah. And and the way that John Carpenter built it up, built each one up, mm. and you're just going, fuck, Jesus, fuck, 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 fuck. And then he... To carry out this sadistic murder, and even the, even the murders themselves weren't that graphic, but it was the build up to them, the tension that he did, and that's that's what makes him John Carpenter. Mm. Um, the, the build, there was nothing like that in this. You're taking one of the most tense films and doing nothing with tension. That's exactly exactly one of the points I was going to mention is that this film compared to the other, to, to the original, like the original is a lesson in tension because there is, although people get murdered, there is no like overt violence. There's no real blood. There's, there's nothing like that. Whereas this one is the complete opposite. It's like, it's visceral. It's in your face. There's no escape from the violence in this film at all. However, also, what came to my brain was, why would they let a house in such a nice neighbourhood just completely become a dilapidated mess just so Michael's got somewhere to bang around in the final act? Um, they wouldn't in this day and age. It's real estate. It would have been bought. It would have been done up. A family would be living in it after 17 years. Come on. Mm. Come on now. Come on, zombie. Yeah. It's, it's not that it's, type of town. It's he's taking what 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 this is is a mixture of old cliche and new cliche combined together to make one awesome cliche, which is shaped like this for the benefit of the people watching listening. I am holding a middle finger up. That's what um this film is to me. It's just so lazily done. I wouldn't know what to do if someone came up to me and said, "I want you to remake um whatever." I want to remake this. I'd shit myself. I'd go. I I don't think I can do this. I, the responsibility I've got to the people who love this is is too much. I I, I who is coming out even thinking but about? But then it? I would think that somebody like you, John, or I would hope that a lot of other writers and filmmakers would think, okay, we've got Halloween. How do I 
remake Halloween without actually remaking what we've already got. Jamie Lee Curtis, I am looking at you again. Oh, this is unlike you. Bitch. I feel like this is a support group for your hatred of Jamie Lee Curtis sometimes. Yeah. I'm hoping oh, that one day that... That was a joke. That was a joke. Oh, no, it, yes, it is completely. Yeah. I feel like... I hope that one day that hatred does subside. But it's not going to, because... Uh, I mean, we've seen Halloween Kills, John. Okay, this Halloween Rob Zombie versus Halloween Kills. Which is the better film? Oh, my God. Um... Probably this. It is this. It's definitely this. Definitely this. But do you know why? Because there is a narrative. Halloween kills. There's no story. There's nothing happens. It's just a bunch of shots around the town. That's it. And Michael just walking through, killing things for no reason. No reason at all. Anyway, let's not go into that. Got your heartbroken face on. It, I mean, yeah, it does. It does break my heart because now all these new fucks who are new to Halloween—that's what they're going to think Halloween is about—and it's not. It's not. However, go I do think, to... however, that all these new fucks will find their way to the original film films. I hope films. Well, yeah, I for me, it's the original. I just think it's a fucking masterpiece. I don't um, know, John. Some of those sequels are... They've got, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're good. They're the most... Halloween sequels are the most consistently good sequels of any horror franchise I think I've ever seen. Honestly. Well, slasher, at least. I just think they're consistently good. There's, like, one film that is a bit of a dud. Well, there's two, actually. There's one film that is a dud, and then you get Halloween Resurrection, which is basically, like... I don't know what happened there. They had no choice but to reboot it at that point because they just backed themselves into this horrendous corner. Um, again, I mean, out of all the horror franchises out there, it's the one that you're not going to be properly disappointed with after the first few because mm. the rest of them just go into the fucking sense of dog shit. But it's... <clears throat> the dog shit for Halloween is this and mm. the... the, and the, the mess that it is it's a mess it's just it's not quite as bad as the fog but oh it's definitely not as bad as the fog yeah i said that and i was like it's nowhere near as bad as the fog i've had bowel movements better than the fog um yeah less cgi i have to admit but um it's 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 just a mess Mm. it's a filmmaker it's a rock star, a, a talented, talented musician who, who loves who loves horror films, um, and a an out of this world performer. You've seen Rob Zombie, haven't you? Did you go to Manchester to see him? No, that no. wasn't me. No. Oh, that I well, I went, and the man can put on a show. He is fucking awesome. If he's on the stage with a mic in his hand, he's the greatest person ever. If he's on a film set with a camera in his hand, that makes me worry. Mm. He's a, he's a he's a fan at the end of the day, and it's and I'm and I I have nothing but love for him. I really do. I love the man. If Rob, if you're listening, well, if you're listening, please reform White Zombie and cancel <laughs> Britain. But um, I have I'm not dissing you as a person in any way. I think you're fucking amazing. But 
I don't care for your films. Ooh. I love your music and you as a man. Do you know? I just I just think this is a mess. And the, the, it's not the first time I've watched his, his messes. And I've defended him for so long and I can't defend his films anymore. The time has come to put down the camera and get back in White Zombie. See, I don't think this film is a mess. I think it's... It's tight. It really? Some, yeah, honestly, it's tight. It's got a really tight story. There are some bits that were, are not needed, absolutely. Um, but when I think about films that are still getting made now, like Halloween Kills, like Halloween 2018, they're just not on this same level. Yes, he makes a very Rob Zombie film in terms of violence and the sexual overtones and all the deviancy. But in terms of story and as far as remakes go, most of it is quite an exciting film. I can see how scared you are now in case I jump through this camera and <laughs> you. I'm not scared of that, John. I welcome it. Um, however, what he did with the sequel, H2, Halloween 2, is, I mean, I turned that off within five minutes. As soon as he started speaking to his dead mum's, uh, seeing his dead mum's ghost, I thought, with some white I, out. No, I'm sorry. This is not She-Ra. Let's leave this. The first time I tried to watch this back in the day, I turned it off after 15 minutes. It was just in the kitchen and I just thought, this is not Halloween. This is not even remotely Halloween. This isn't even a remake of Halloween. So there's nothing. There's no... The, the whole point of making a remake is that you take the essence of what that film was about and you do something new with it. But it has to have the same heart. It has to have the same feel. This is why this stuff's so difficult and they keep trolling out this garbage time and time again i think remakes are one of the most difficult things you can possibly do mm. because you've they've, they've, they've got this reputation of being awful cash-ins mm. but and and it's and it's miss it's completely misplaced i think they are the most i think it's more difficult to make a good remake than it is to make an original film mm. with a 200 million pound budget it's just you have to it's so much pressure. It's just thinking of more pressure every time. You have to keep the original alive. You have to tell a new story. You have to keep the fans that have already got happy. You have to bring in new fans. It has to make money. It can't be a sellout. It's honestly, your head spins. But what these people are making and what this this guy is making now is an indulgence. It's not a film for anyone else. It's an indulgence. Oh, I loved um, Halloween as a kid. Oh, I want to remake it. And he's done it. But it's it's his self-indulgent well produced I'll give it that credit mess it's, it's that, that's Oof. what it is is it's it's so difficult I want you can see the conflict in me I want to just come out and absolutely destroy this film but this man made me who I am he was a massive part of me and I love the fact he's a little kid at heart I just, just go back to making your little B movie ones they they weren't offensive they were pretty Bits of them are pretty good, but half of one. But oh, John, I just don't guys, think this. The, the guys, a filmmaker. Well, I just guys, don't a filmmaker is, is like. A, Why are you talking over me when you're asking me what I've just said? Because because you don't matter anymore. Um, the guy is like a cultural phenomenon in um, horror film circles, like, but unfounded. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is a bit unfounded, but. I do think it's a good film. What? You've gone too far now. I have not. You have? 
I'm going to violate you with a wine bottle. Oh, okay. Do you like this film? After 59 minutes of well, talking about this. let's go to the vote. You do, you're smiling. Let's go to the vote. Is this, am I getting punked? <laughs> okay, John, go first. I'm going first. Go first. I hate it. I don't, okay. I, mean, I don't hate it. I hate the film. I don't, I don't hate the man who made it. Um, as I said, I think it's, is, I just want to rush through this because I want to hear what you say. Um, it's a, it's too, too messy, um, box ticking, cliched, um, garbage apart from Daniel Harris. Um, it's, it's, I'm teetering between Certified Nightmare, because it is, it's, it's shit as a film. But I would stay for the popcorn because he's my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'd do that. And I support my mates, unlike you. Oh, wow. You know, I'd stay for the popcorn because he's my friend. Okay. And I do love him. I, I want that on record. I do love this man completely wholehearted and unconditionally. Okay. Now go on. Say these sadly mischosen words that I think are going to sprawl from your face. Well, I don't think that this is a bad film. Um, I think as far as remakes go, for something as classic as Halloween with as many sequels and various bits and pieces it's had made about it, I think it's a... A really good attempt. I, I really do. I really, really do. I think some of the shots in it are amazing. Um, I think it's got a fairly decent story. I think there are some parts there's too much in it. That, that you know, there's there's too much exposition. Um, like you said it earlier, some of the scenes go on for like four or five minutes too long. Um, when we know screenwriting basics is get in and get out as soon as you can, um, show the bit you need to show and leave the scene as early as possible. Um, I kind of do think that if we had an origin story or just an origin story of Michael Myers, it doesn't need to be a complete film. It could have been a short film that accompanied the release of the film. And you could optionally watch it and get that backstory because some people don't want it. Some people do. Some people like it. I mean, I liked it in 2007, 2008. Now, I don't care for it. I don't need it. Because Michael Myers is a killing machine. There is no reason why. It just is what it is. Um, Laurie Strode in this film is not for me. I think he got that massively, massively wrong. There is absolutely no sympathy for her. You have more sympathy in this film for Michael Myers than you do for Laurie Strode, who is supposed to be the victim. Um, Danielle Harris, <laughs> I love Danielle Harris. She's been an absolute hero of mine since I rewatched the Halloween sequels as a as a grown man, um, half grown man, um, and I loved the fight. And in the back of my mind, I thought, I wonder if she said, "Yes, I'll do it if I can fight Michael Myers and survive," because she fights. And she lives in the end. She she's she's not she's not dead. Um she proper gives as good as she gets for a man who's six foot eight, six foot nine. Um and she's tiny, Danielle Harris, and she just lays into him and I thought, yes, Danielle, that's why you needed to be Laurie. But you weren't, unfortunately, you were Annie. Um all of that being said, I'd stay for the popcorn for this film. So I think we've got really different views on the reasons why we've got to that point, but we both agree that it's not that great, it's not that bad. We'd stay 
to eat. I used to have a friend called Sean, right? I met him in uni, and <laughs> he used to he used to be correct about things. <laughs> I still am. He looked a bit like you. <laughs> I'm still correct. Come on. No, I mean we've 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 both got very different. There's, there must be something about it that is is endearing because we've both arrived at the same thing for very very different reasons. And um, do you want to just get in? Pardon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was taking a picture to put on our Instagram. Um, but, yeah. Sorry, that's why I said get in, because but, he was hiding from the camera. I don't we, we actually both, want him inside me. We've, <laughs> we've both arrived at the same kind of conclusion. But we both have... the we, Our opinions of it couldn't be more different. So there must be something about it that works, that gets under your skin. And mm. that's, what, that's what a horror film is supposed to do. Take away the fact that it's a remake of one of the bibles um it's 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 done its job it's there we're still talking about it 15 years later mm. yeah um, well yeah and 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 uh, different perspectives yeah but it it's under under our skin for different reasons mm. i want to bleach it out and cut away the decaying flesh you seem to want to drink it <laughs> I think it's I, I just don't think it's a bad film I just I don't, I don't I've seen worse I've seen worse and oh I've seen to, worse as well yeah coming on to our sort of next little point there um, I'm sorry we're probably a bit old now by the time we're recording this in terms of horror news but yesterday um, Friday the 18th of February the Texas Chainsaw Massacre um direct the original sequel was released on netflix um i got 22 minutes into it and i turned it off it was a very strange premise wasn't it it was really odd Um, i just i thought those people in that car were i i know i think i i don't i don't know what was going on with it Mm. i just it was a really odd premise a really odd setup um i i don't fully get where they were coming from with that it was very 2022 um very woke in its approach um and mm, leatherface in this film not scary there was don't know turned it off there was humor in there that was probably unintended um a lot of the main cast that you get to meet are um knocked off in the first like Few minutes, really. First half an hour, maybe. Yeah. What? Gone. What I be was what I, what I wanted it to be was these people arrive in their Tesla with their woke culture, and then they just get dismembered in horrendous ways. Like, I mean, that's pretty much what it was. <clears throat> but I want that to be. I want I want it to be kind of fuck you woke culture, but it didn't feel like that, so which is why no. it ended up. No, it didn't. And what they did with um, oh my god, what's her, what's the name? What's the girl's name from the original? Is it Sally? Um, yeah, yeah. So they bring her character back. Obviously, not the same actor because she she's dead, unfortunately. R.I.P. Um, so the girl she, you used to be. They bring. They bring. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so much, but it really did. So, so I don't bring, want to wait again. 
I don't want to wait. So they bring her character back and they make her into this very weird um, Laurie Strode from Halloween 2018 meets Chuck Norris in Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> they, they, it's a weird amalgamation um, and it doesn't really uh, translate well to, to the screen, I didn't yeah, think. It I, might have sounded I, cool in the script, but... Sally Hardesty. That's um, the one I am... Um, I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. I like, I in my head, I, I liked the concept that I'd created for it, but I just sat there and I thought, why am I doing the fucking work for this film? So, John, at the end of next episode, which is, I mean, you can come on and tell us what that is about in a second, um, you need to have watched that film and you need to give us your mini review, like what we've just had now. Okay. Okay, oh, deal. Fucking hell, I've got to sit through it now. So, John, what is our next episode? And I'm glad to say it's the final episode yeah. in the remake season. Woohoo! I have hated this. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, same. Have we had one good film in this? Texas Chainsaw. Paints everything you need to know about what the state of remakes are now. Just Stop. fuck off. Just fuck off now. We didn't do the Evil Dead either. Oh well. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, turn that off as well. Um, yeah. So, what's our next but film? <laughs> the next film is The Omen, isn't it? The two thousand and six. Oh, um, I didn't mind this one. I don't think. When I watched um, it, I I have a lot to say that would surprise you, um, because the, the first one is part of my horror unholy trinity, um, The Exorcist, the uh, the Shining and this are in my top three horror films of all time. Although The Shining does seem to be getting edged out by Wreck, which scares the shit out of me still. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, 2006, directed by a a person who I don't remember the name of. Oh, that's because he's got the most... I didn't know it was that. I thought it was someone else. It's John Moore. Oh, John Moore, yes, that's right. He did um, Max Payne and he's oh. behind enemy lines and stuff like that. And he's very, he's actually very, very good. I thought his name was um, something completely different than that. Oh, well. Um, he's actually really, really good. <coughs> um, I loved behind enemy lines. I thought it was brilliant. Mm. And then Max Payne wasn't shit either. But I am. Um, oh, we did a good day to die hard. I don't know why that was. My voice yeah. cracked oh. when I was laughing. Oh. Oh. Um, interesting. Interesting indeed. Hmm. Yeah, these okay. these the, the 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 films that he's done kind of work for me. Yeah, some of them I would I would agree with definitely. Okie dokie. What? Oh, it's it. Sorry. IT. What um, I just spell that. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're a dick. I hate you quite a bit. Okay. Um, that was an interesting little conversation, John. I enjoyed that one, even though you, you know, the, the film wasn't like spot on. But I'm, it was a I'm going combo. to be, I'm going to be very, very happy in the next one because I know that this is the last time. We'll ever have to do this. When when you came, when you said let's do a remake season, I was like, yeah, I won't get bored of that. Oh, and then quickly God. it was. I think it's because same. we. 
It's the same remarks and the same comments week in, week out, isn't it? Because they just don't know yeah. how to do these things. Interesting. Okay. Should well, the save Texas Chainsaw Massacre to last? Gone out on a high. We should have. Let's do it again. Nah, you're all right. Oh, I'm going to watch that in a minute. It's fucking um, No, you can watch the new one. So thank you very, very much uh, for listening. Um, we'll be back next week with The Omen. Um, same then, bat time, same bat channel. After that. <laughs> 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 and then after that, John, I'm allowing John to take me on a very scary path into the annals of film history and I'm a bit nervous but more on that next week we won't spoil the surprise um, thanks for listening everybody it isn't bye bye love you bye